Welcome to That's So Retrograde. Good morning. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. And it is indeed retrograde. It truly is, you guys. Mercury has come to a full stop. And so has my voice. Why do I have such bad party voice? Because I haven't been partying. Well... It is retrograde, Stephanie. It is. I'm wearing a Mercury's in retrograde t-shirt for everyone out there listening. How topical. It really is. I've been saving it for for the retrograde. How's your retrograde going? It's actually very interesting. Yeah? The first couple days were really not so fun. I felt like I was on a treadmill and then I tripped and I just had to like keep running, but like I had fallen and scraped my knee and it hurt, but I had to keep going. Yeah. But now I'm better. I think the new moon has really shined a light on what I need to do. Right. You know, we're talking about retrograde today on the show. We have Ambie Sitham on, who is like a cosmic genius. I'm obsessed with her. Really excited to get into it with her. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's been a, a tough one for me. I know. We're on different pages. I've just been having like a really kind of like slow. Normally, I've kind of like come out the gate, new year. It's like a fresh page. It's so fabulous. I was like, I just want to go back to bed. It's really hard to like keep up with your New Year's intentions when you just want to like sleep. Like, how am I supposed to like conmar my life if I'm just don't have the energy to do it? You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know what you mean. You know, I'm gonna ask you what that means. Marie Kondo, <laughs> number one best-selling book. Obviously, I didn't read any How to Have Your Life Together books growing up because look at <laughs> no, me this now. No, one, it just came out. Emu, didn't it come out this past year? Yeah, it's really it's really great. I highly recommend She's it. She's going to let me borrow it. Basically, the whole vibe is like you either – if you if it brings you joy, keep it. Otherwise, it's got to go. So then in following that logic – Get rid of your car. <laughs> <laughs> definitely need to get rid of my car. But you should just keep on sleeping because it's bringing you joy. Yeah, but so. I think I'm past that now. I like allowed um, – a couple days to just like be quiet and take care of myself and I did that and you know the sun is shining and it's like hello world did I say that convincingly Mm, I mean I feel like you want to mean it yeah but you're not quite there yet but it was really nice Ben Allen you know who's been a guest on the show founder of Groove 3 my favorite dance class Mm -hmm. we love him on Sunday he was like it's 2016 sales up girl and I kind of loved that Sails up. But maybe you're just catch sailing on some really mellow wind. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just can't catch the wind. <laughs> or maybe there isn't wind and you're just like grooving along, you know, you've put your anchor down, you're having a beer or a tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something chill. A cider even. Uh, yeah, like a, maybe even a mold wine. And, yeah. you know, you're just laying out, you're laying out and you're waiting for some wind to come. And yeah. I feel like that's totally fine too. On the other hand, I'm super productive. No, I just, I'm really not. But I am not, like, sleeping. I did that, I think, over the break. I really did that. Yeah. And now I'm just ready to, like, do anything and everything. Wow. Yeah. Sales up, girl. My sales are definitely up. <laughs> Although the I wind is moving that. backwards, so it's a little confusing. You know, it's all about the re, putting the re back in to everything and we with did the just retrograde that's what they say so i'm like really into real housewives right now <laughs> praise <laughs> okay something that retrograde happened to me is i got an email from an ex-boyfriend yeah that's very retrograde that is relationships all- coming back around and kind of like reassembling and yeah you know reconfiguring and that was just a nice like thank you and goodbye email and i'm very happy about that that's nice did you reply i did reply and cool. I said, see you later, reject. <laughs> I just said, all good. Namaste. Ciao. Yeah. <laughs> 
which well, was that's great. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty happy about that. The new moon was this past Saturday, so if you felt any sense of like revival or wanting to like journal or like set some intentions, like that's good. And I feel like we can just keep riding that wave into this week. Yeah, too. you know, it's a nice time to set the intention, but like you can do it anytime. Totally, do it anytime. I'm just saying. Do you have an intention for the week? Um, my intentions, I didn't set intentions for the week, but I did set intentions for the year and then for the next five years. Yeah. It was like a major moment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Me? You know, I'm just taking it on a daily, doing like the good old <laughs> Elizabeth like. Elizabeth is too mellow. I like don't know how to <laughs> handle just, it. just, you know, waking up, thinking about what I'm grateful for, those five things via Ryan Weiss, mm-hmm. the waking up with Ryan emails. And then we do the the good old A Course in Miracles questions. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? And, and that's that's really serving me right now. I'm having trouble. Or I'm not really trying to overextend myself, trying to think of a reword, but I can't, uh, you know, pass that. I think just being in the present moment is is the intention for right now. I really feel that the the being present is a huge part of my intention setting. So, let's just keep that. Let's keep that going and yeah. like in this present moment, how about we welcome on today's guest? Guys, she's amazing. We're all going to learn so much. Today's guest is Ambie Sitham. She <laughs> is a coach, healer, mentor and cosmic navigator. Woohoo! Welcome to the show, MB. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. So you focus on Reiki, astrology, and sound artistry. Mm-hmm. And you also mentor a lot of people in the field as well. Yes. Indeed. And now are you you can maybe be here to mentor us a little help bit. Us, <laughs> I can help us. Save us. Help you both well, hopefully help everyone a little bit with this Mercury retrograde. Yeah, I'm so a little bit about me. I wasn't always, you know, sort of um, the best, uh, the high priestess. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was a lawyer for years, and entertainment lawyers. So I dealt with a lot of, you know, people in the entertainment industry. But I always felt that I was kind of coaching them, or mentoring them, or just healing them. They would always say, you know, I'm being in the room, feeling a lot better. And my family, uh, I come from a family of homeopaths, of healers, of astrologers. Um, just happens also had a big lawyer in my family, and I decided <laughs> to follow after his path. But you know, I, I, when when the astrology change in in two thousand eight. Pluto went into Capricorn. Okay. And for everybody at large, that was about, you know, for the world at large, it was about infrastructures and structure of our lives completely starting to change and the old systems disintegrating and this the new being rebuilt. And for me, that, that year, just, you know, my spiritual journey, which I think I've always been on, really started in earnest. And I was just like, I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be an honor legal expert. I want to help people. And I just I want to do all the things that interest me. And so that really started my journey into taking a astrology, taking healing, all these alternative courses that I did for fun, and turning it into a profession. Wow. So, yeah. That's, that's inspiring. A little bit bonkers, as we like to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we touched on last week's episode a little bit about uh, Mercury in retrograde from mm. January 5th to the 25th. Mm-hmm. And as a result, uh, the beginning of 2016 is a little bit of a false start. Can you break Absolutely. that down for us? Yeah. Please. So, okay. Because so, I please, think please, we're please, all please. struggling right now. Yeah. No, I, 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 you know, I, I do. What are you talking about? I'm doing great. <laughs> um, 
I posted something online about this as how, and it was a picture of foggy Malibu Hills. And what I said is, that's what the start to 2016 is like. It's like a false start mm. to the year, okay? And it's like you can see the stunning vista is, is in the horizon, but you can't quite see the full detail or quite how to get down mm. to this beautiful lake. You can just see all this fog rolling in and the fog can make us feel a bit foggy, a little bit meh, and a little bit meh, which, I mean, most people feel like that anyway at the beginning of January. Mercury retrograde is a very feared kind of um, phenomenon, but it, but it shouldn't be, you know. I mean, if you fear Mercury retrograde, then it's going to be a really crappy time for you because Mercury grows retrograde roughly three times a year. And if you include the shadow periods, which I want to explain to you guys, which I do, then, you know, you're talking sort of three times a year, six weeks That's each like time. That's a lot of time. It's like pretty much half the, you know, it's, yeah. it's a long time. Okay? Yeah. When it means when Mercury goes retrograde, it's just generally speaking, and I'll, I can talk if you guys want me to about this specific retrograde, but it's asking us to slow down. Mm. It's asking us, it's, it's the reason why mistakes happen, the reason why the past comes back knocking to say, hello, you know, exes or friends or past issues come back up again is we're being asked to just review everything. We're being asked to reconsider things. We're being asked to slow down slow down and to be to be internal rather than external you know a lot of what I I, I practice what I teach I always say to people rather than practice what I preach because I don't like to preach hopefully hopefully I don't sound mm-hmm. like a preacher and um you know a lot of the time we we want to get somewhere right it's a new year it's 2016 and the last few years astrologically have been incredibly challenging for for the world at large which we've seen through a lot of the conflicts and you know the, the economic crises and, and and the wars and the terror it's just it's been a really tough time but also on an individual level the astrology has affected all of us on an individual level and even if we have had amazing breakthroughs which we probably have had myself included we've a lot of us have broken down to break through yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> considering our conversation earlier I know yeah Scorpios um, Saturn in Scorpio was like yeah violent yeah violent for all of us and for the world um so 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 this Mercury retrograde you know all it's asking you it, it's like yes it's a false start to 2016 but it's not a bad start to 2016 if we don't do what the ego is asking us to do and going, you have to be doing this. It's 2016. You have to launch this new thing. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to pick onto this course. No, you don't. You know, there's a better time astrologically to do that. And that's just your ego telling you do, 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 do. Whereas actually sometimes it's just good to just be. Well, it's like the society being like, resolution time, you know, gear up and go. And so we're kind of like weirdly pre-programmed to feel that way. We are. And, you know, uh, we absolutely are. But what I always say to people, you know, the people, all the people I kind of coach and mentor and work with, um, and also the healers and coaches that I train, I say to them, you know, really, January, you want to be doing a lot of the work, the spiritual work, like I get people to do their reviews of the year in, in, in December, not doing it sort of January 1st because it's depressing. You do it in December and you kind of start to ease into the holiday period, mm-hmm. getting ready for January and also understanding what is the, what are the main astrological aspects for 2016. When you understand something, you can work with it, okay? So it's just like turning the blinkers off to half the crap that you read, excuse my language, online of you should be doing this and 10 ways to lose weight and get your bikini body and, and shush. Mm. I'm still finishing Christmas chocolate. I'm not ready for my bikini body. <laughs> Definitely finishing Christmas chocolate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to think about a bikini body. Yeah. A burkini body, maybe. <laughs> yes. That's right. amazing. Cozy. <laughs> Keep it cozy on the all beach. It's <laughs> important. Yeah. That's my favorite new thing ever. Stephanie and I, on our, our last episode, which was our first episode of 2016, we... Um, <laughs> 
we had kind of a diff- both had different approaches of mm-hmm. how we were kicking into the new year. Can I just say I don't remember what I said? <laughs> what did I say? I love that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was something to the tune of you. You were spending a lot of time setting goals for yourself and that type of thing right now. Right, like observing what I feel and writing yeah. it down, but yeah, not yeah. necessarily like doing anything about it. Sending emails, firing managers, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then for me, what had come up, and I'm normally like pretty clear-headed on when the new year comes around, like, okay, here's like the long-term, short-term goals. I've always been really vigilant about that. And Mm -hmm. this year, that was not the vibe. It was like, honestly, like, I'm just going to roll with it. I don't feel like I have a clear uh, direction in terms of like where I want to set my intentions towards. Mm -hmm. Because once we realize how powerful we are, as individuals, we understand the importance of setting those intentions and they're just not there yet. You know, I think that I think that's very interesting because you've touched on something that was a big realisation of myself. Um, and I always say to people, just because I do this work doesn't mean that I'm not a human being who, you know, has highs and lows. And I'm still learning. I will always, I'll be 90 and I'll still be learning, you know. And I had a week off over the Christmas, but I decided to have a staycation. And I had this massive realisation when I was looking at all these goals and re- that I, you know, things I'd achieved in 2015, things achieving in 2016. And I thought about, okay, I've got all these lists and these resolutions. How do I want to feel? Mm. what is the feeling because you know okay say somebody wants to make x amount of money they're looking to feel secure and safe right or they're looking to feel respected say somebody wants to be in a relationship they're looking to feel loved they're looking to feel desirable so it's like going beyond like we have to I think you know I'm I'm a Sag and I'm Virgo rising so I'm the strange combination of being uber aimly retentive and like I have to have lists and lists for lists and also just very big picture and very kind of like positive and just very like I want to feel good all the time you know I think feeling is is well feeling is healing but feeling is good right we want to get that feeling mm. so I think it's about thinking beyond just the kind of goals and think really looking and understanding what is the feeling and therefore what is the vibration and bringing a bit of that vibration into your daily existence, right? So for me, I'll share with you the three feeling, the three words I came up with was joy, uh, peace, and grace. Because I was incredibly busy last year, and I had what six days a week, which is insane, and it's just it was too much. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have, you know, even though I love what I do, I don't feel like I work. It stopped being joyful. I didn't feel peaceful, and I didn't feel graceful because I didn't have hardly any time for self-care so those three words yes I've got my written resolutions but those three words of those feelings are just incredibly important for me on a daily basis like this is joyful coming here this is fun you Mm -hmm. know but it wouldn't be fun if I was fitting in with four clients today right Mm -hmm. you'd just be feeling really happy I'd be like yeah right (laughs) I love that what a cool thing for everyone to yeah our listeners to maybe try at home how do they want to feel three words how do they want to feel three words that's great Steph what are yours actually I wrote some stuff down my memory is really bad right now (laughs) but I did write some things down I would say mine would be ease joy and motivation I want to look at what I wrote down hold on confidence love abundance acceptance and connection but that's not really feelings well I think that that was what's Right, like screaming out from me with that is love, mm. but it's self love. It is because it's it's self love. That's yeah. you know your thing is self love, and 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 that is the basis of everything of yeah. abundance of having the right connection of everything. Yeah. Now you're out of your Saturn and Scorpio. You're ready. Yay! I couldn't remember self love <laughs> classic. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> whimsically trying to love so myself and then forgetting about we've it. we focused on how we want to feel, mm-hmm. what's next? How do we... How do we navigate this? When we look at retrogrades, I try and look at which planets they're, you know, astrological planets they're falling into. So this is a Mercury retrograde in Aquarius and Capricorn. Mm. Now, it starts at one degree Aquarius, and then it actually ends at 14 degrees Capricorn, which actually means that the retrograde period is not just these three weeks of the fifth. And and I, and I don't want anyone listening to hear that, or you guys. I can see that you're both kind of like cowering away from me, like we, we invited her here to feel we better. Jump out we, the window. Now we don't feel better at all. But, um, you know, I want to explain this, this concept of, of the shadow periods, because if you think on, uh, when was it, January 5th, Mercury stationed direct and started its retrograde at one degree Aquarius. On um, January 25th, Mercury stations direct again at 14 degrees Capricorn, okay? But for Mercury to get back to the place that it was started the retrograde off at, one degrees Aquarius, is going to take until Valentine's Day. So that means that... So, so, I know. Does this make sense? I'm like holding her. <laughs> Does this make sense? Yes. Yeah. So what that means is, is that some of the confusion, and then and then we have to look back, and we look back and we see, because this is a retrograde period, when did Mercury go into 14 degrees Capricorn? Well, so this is what we call the shadow period. And Mercury's shadow is actually very potent. Now, we're going to talk about how we can work with Mercury, so <laughs> no one be scared. Um, the shadow at 14 degrees Capricorn started on the 19th of December. Whoa. Right? Yeah, so Christmas... A lot of people, everything that people were buying around, I think this is a year, that, well, last year's Christmas was a year when a lot of people would have got gifts that they may have wanted to refund or return. or There may have been a lot of that going on. You know, impulse buys, this, that and the other. The re. The re, exactly, <laughs> the re. Um, and it also means that to get kind of, to this fogginess to really lift, it's going to be Valentine's Day. Now, however, how, would, how do we work with this? So this past weekend, there was a new moon in Capricorn. And when you think that we've got Mercury retrograde in Capricorn and a new moon in Capricorn, and this is the first new moon of 2016, we have to think about what new moons are there for. And for me, the way I work, and I know a lot of other people in my field work, is that we manifest with every single new moon. But because 2016 has had this slightly foggy start with Mercury retrograde, and because this new moon also is in, you know, Capricorn, the sign that Mercury is largely retrograding in, it's a really good opportunity to go back to previous resolutions, previous things you may have wanted to manifest in Capricorn-related issues, which I'll talk about in a second, and specifically where Capricorn falls in your chart, which is because that's where the Mercury retrograde and the new moon is falling, and reevaluate, reconsider all rewords, which is all what Mercury retrograde is about, where you can set intentions and So it's about thinking about where you can reset those intentions, right? So it could be, for example, perhaps Capricorn is in the second house of your zodiac wheel. And that second house is about your values because there's 12 houses for the zodiac, okay, which is for the 12 signs. Each house represents a different area of life. And every person's unique natal chart has different signs on each house. So pretend Mercury is retrograding in your second house. Your second house is about your earnings, your values, your income, what people value about you to pay you, and what you value about yourself that means people will pay you. So it's about money and stuff, possessions, okay? If somebody has having a Mercury retrograde and a new moon in, the, in that house, in fact, I have got a client who has that, I say to them, look back, 
let's go back to last year. Let's go back to what we were working on you trying to achieve with regards to yourself. She wanted a pay rise. She wanted a bonus. She wanted a, a different title for, as an acknowledgement of all the hard work she'd been doing. And let's look back at your values and what you value about yourself and whether this company really is aligned, because I'm all about alignment, right? Um, and we reset goals in, in that area for her. You know, rather than going, oh, it's a new year, I've got to be thinking of all new things. We go, let's go back. Let's go mm. back and look and let's reconsider. Because, you know, reviewing, reconsidering, redoing, repainting, well, not necessarily, it's all, these these are good things. Mm. And we shouldn't be, we're, we're so trained in society to be thinking about pushing ahead, pushing ahead, pushing ahead, that we get scared about this redoing stuff and we shouldn't be. So interesting you say that because I'm thinking about the past few days mm-hmm. and I've been naturally reflecting. It's like almost ah. as if the, the with cost. the holidays it was a little bit hard to really like, you know, tap in. Yeah. And then but the last few days it's been like a really beautiful flow of like all of the things that I'm really proud of, all the things that I would want to change and yeah. it's like it w- and it, I was thinking about like wow, it's interesting how when you don't put pressure on the reflection how it just can flow through you. Yep. Absolutely. Because, you know, we it's again about that thing about being still. Why do we meditate? You meditate so that you can receive, so that you can move forward. You don't meditate. When you're meditating, you're forced, well, not forced, but, you know, you're not tying <laughs> you down. But you're sitting and you're just being. So this is an amazing... I, I think I would love to change people's perspective. There's a lot of fear-mongering about astrology and scaremongering. And, especially you know, with Mercury retrograde. Especially. And, and by the way, there are things that go wrong during Mercury retrograde. I mean, classic. I'm coming to, you know, do this podcast with you guys and my car breaks down. You know, it's just like, that's Mercury retrograde. <coughs> or there's delays. There's issues. Communication so issues. So why, why Mercury in retrograde? Just So I'm like picturing the total skeptic listening mm-hmm. to this being mm-hmm. like, your car broke down. Why now? <laughs> yeah. So look, if you think let's let, let's go back. I mean, this is kind of a slight astrology one hundred and one um, lesson, and um, but hopefully it makes sense. If you think that we need this, this is great. Yeah. So then there's the natural zodiac is this these twelve segments in a big circle, okay? And each planet rules a different segment, and each segment reflects a different area of life. Okay. So Mercury rules the third house. The third house is about communication technology and travel so when mercury goes retrograde invariably irrespective of the fact that mercury happens to be retrograde in capricorn now so that is affecting everyone in a different way capricorn is the ruler of the 10th house because capricorn is ruled by saturn 10th house is status achievement power all those kind of things um um, oh my god! I know. <laughs> no, I literally just started thinking about what that actually means, and it was yeah. really intense. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> it's probably like channeling stuff in this session. So, so when Mercury goes retrograde, anyway, full stop. You always expect an extreme weather also comes into Mercury retrogrades, by the way, which is quite interesting because you know we obviously LA got hit by El Nino. El Nino, so retrograde. Didn't even realize El Nino was a thing past like 1998. I know. Did you think that was just that one storm and then it was over forever? I thought that. I see a storm cloud. El Nino can hear you and is now uh-huh. coming in this direction. It's like, see you later. <laughs> coming back. So, so, you know, all these things, always with Mercury retrograde, I say to people, be, make allowances. Like, literally, last night I said to myself, my car's broken down this many times in the last three months. I bet you when I'm going to this point. I, I kind of knew. I, I wish yeah. I didn't channel stuff. I was just like, <laughs> I bet you. So I, 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 went, I got to, down to my car earlier than I needed to. Turn didn't start and I just was like okay I'm gonna get an Uber that's fine I left myself enough time but it's because I'm conscious and aware of it things like the post or you guys call it the mail 
You're sending someone something in the mail. I, love I you. like post better. Yeah. Let's go with that. Post. Don't <laughs> amend your speech for our stupid <laughs> American ears. I know. There's the whole whilst and while. I say, yeah, whilst, but you guys say while. But anyway. Um, yeah. Um, vitamin. So, so <laughs> yeah, vitamin. Yes. And putting the rubbish out. <laughs> yes. You need to put the rubbish out. I studied abroad in London and I was waiting online for something and they're like, everyone was like, are you in the queue? And, yeah, I, the queue. and I literally for like 10 minutes was like, what are they asking me? <laughs> and then someone's like, it means line. We love like, queuing. Oh. We love queuing in England. <laughs> I don't know why. We're very polite. It's minding <laughs> the so gap. Like, yeah, minding the gap and just being really polite and standing in the queue and just smiling at everyone. We're a bit weird. We're a bit weird. So, so technology... Um, you know, don't buy, I'm going to get a new, I've got an ancient, I'm not very good with technology at all, but I have an ancient iPhone and I really want to get a newer iPhone. That's not that. Okay, that's not that. But why, so I don't even know what it looks like. Maybe you have one. She oh, does this not. Is, this is a, a Samsung. Oh God, I don't even know. I don't know that's a phone, but anyway. Shout out to Samsung, love you guys. Shout out, Shout out to Apple, please give me a free iPhone. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't get a new iPhone during Mercury retrograde. Right. I wouldn't, I mean, here's the things I wouldn't do during Mercury retrograde. It's not that I wouldn't travel, but I would take extra time and caution with travel, mm. with booking things, just knowing that the poop may, you know, the mercury poop may fly around and may cause havoc with, um, with you know, my plans, okay? I would allow myself extra time and delays. If I'm sending something in the post, I would probably expect that it was going to get delayed. If it was important, I'd probably send it on a recorded delivery to make sure it gets there. Also, communication, okay? I wouldn't not, I mean, I don't really put things online anyway but I, I kind of try and do Instagram posts or whatever they're called you know I do that but I would be mindful with communication what we say to don't always say what you're thinking during Mercury retrograde because your mind is a bit fuzzy and the person you're talking to's mind is a bit fuzzy and miscommunications are things that occur a lot of the time so you know you get a lot of online hoo-hahs as I like to call them dramas when during Mercury retrogrades you know it's 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 like people tweet something or write something or put a Facebook up, a status update or whatever that they probably or you know maybe shouldn't have done you know free speech and all of that but sometimes we put our foot in it and it's not necessary so it's just like to be mindful about those kind of things um and you know if you're gonna I would avoid making big purchasing purchases during the retrograde I wouldn't buy anything I wouldn't buy a computer I wouldn't buy a phone I wouldn't buy a new car you know or just any big purchase I'll just wait just wait a few weeks right it's know? only a couple of weeks it's only a few weeks just wait um the things so so uh, by the way Obamacare this is a great example I don't know why and I, I you know Ronald Reagan had an astrologer and I would love to really get, yes 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 <gasps> I love did. that um, fun fact and I don't know why Obama who doesn't have an astrologer he maybe. should because he seems so conscious he's I mean, so that, conscious they have that organic garden they might as well get an astrologer maybe they yeah. do but maybe they don't have a good one maybe they need me they need they you they need you. astrology at the White House I they love it they really do um, but you know it's they launched Obamacare the website on a Mercury retrograde and then so do you remember so all those? Yes, yeah, so you remember all those hoo has <clears> with <throat> that was all because of retrograde. <sighs> so anyway, so he if, should this year. He's got he's got seven he's got more seven months seven left. More months left. He's doing all these things. Maybe we'll just have to get in there. You know. He's listening. Does anybody obviously. know Obama? Anyone who's listening? <laughs> Actually, I do know some people who do know. Him. Yeah, he's such a Leo with a big heart. He really is. I he feel is that. Such uh, a big no, heart. he has a. Re- you know, I think that um, just as a slight aside, I think that his time. It was so fated in, in this in this presidency, and I think that a lot of his huge achievements are only going to be valued so far down the Definitely. line. He was always going to get a hard time, but anyway. Question, hand mm. raised, really quickly off mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Anything that astrology can quickly tell us about the running mates right now? Ooh, I love that question, EK. Ooh. Um, <laughs> 
I mean, I mean it's terrifying right now. <laughs> don't worry too much about Trump. Yeah, that can't last. I don't think that's going to last. What about um, within the Democratic potentials? I mean, I'm, I kind of try to avoid talking about politics because yeah. I just like to, I just, you know, probably that insult a That was your former of, life. It was my former <laughs> life, exactly. And I try to stay away from all of that kind of stuff now because I've had been, you know, icked out by it. I mean, I think Hillary Clinton is, she does stand a reasonable chance Um and I, I don't know how I feel about that. So. But don't Based you think on that it, like, the astrological? I mean, I haven't studied her climate? chart okay. um, enough. And when are they? When are the um, uh, whatever they call the uh, the primaries? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Feb. Maybe. But what I was gonna say is, I think it like I don't really know anything about astrology other than like tiny things like you. But I think just from like standing back and looking, like Bernie Sanders is just like. Even if he doesn't win, he's totally like the energy of what's happening he is the in the energy. world. Listen, absolutely. Like, and, and by the way, when I when I do, because I'm launching my site after the retrograde. Um, smart, so when smart. I do, I will be right. You know, I am going to spend some time. Uh, there's so much I want to do. And I'm not working six days a week, um, so I'll probably analyze some of it on there. Um, but what I would say is, uh, Bernie, absolutely, and Bernie, I think represents this new conscious ideology which yeah. by the way is about one of the huge themes that we've got going on this year astrologically is um saturn squaring neptune mm. and this is you know about it's 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 about spirituality and it's about consciousness it's so much about that and giving it some structure and we need to see spirituality within our governments we need to see spirituality within the power you know within the power structures but on a, on a genuine level not BS, you know, kind of let's be spiritual because that's the right thing to to be seen to be doing. But we need real consciousness. Mm -hmm. And Bernie Sanders, absolutely. I mean, I, if I was going to vote, not that I can vote. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a green card holder, mm -hmm. but not a citizen. But um, I would be voting for him. Yeah. You know, because because I think he's legit. Um, I, I don't want to say too much more about it because right. I'll save that for for when you see. But I, I it's going to be interesting. But Trump's, yeah, there's some interesting things to come out there too. A beautiful testament to what you say about like the general consciousness mm -hmm. moving into the mainstream. Um, Marianne Williamson ran for mm -hmm. Congress here mm -hmm. and she didn't make it past the primaries. But um, a lot of the ideas that she was discussing and bringing into the discussion, mm -hmm. she said her goal was to just hope to con that her igniting it would then continue. Absolutely. And so much of what Bernie is talking about on his platform completely mirrors what she was talking about, which just is such like a universal reaction to Absolutely. it's somebody's planning it and then there's it's rallying around and then it's just trickling forward and whatever that is it's so inspiring absolutely I mean you know absolutely and I think that we we have to you know, I, I, I went to see Marion Williamson speak at the Savannah Theatre oh, about yeah. a week after she, you know, didn't get through the primaries, whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and she was talking, and you could tell it had taken it out of her. And I think that a lot of spiritual leaders or people are, are, are sacrificed, they're, they're, sacri they're, like, they're like lambs being, well, like lambs being yeah. sacrificed. But, you know, it wasn't ever really about her winning, but she had to do that for the greater good. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot out of her, clearly. And, you know, she didn't win, um, but, but that's not the point. The point is, is she planted that seeds and it's all these different seeds of consciousness that are being planted that are going to flower eventually and that are going to create the shift that our world needs. And, you know, this year, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I don't, you didn't even ask me about this, but I'm just saying it out there, putting it out there. We're going to see more of what we've seen. 
More of the bad stuff. Yeah, we are. A hundred percent. I mean, that, you know, Saturn in Sagittarius, Saturn is lessons. Saturn is karma. Saturn is is time and delays. Saturn in Sagittarius, which is people, which, which is about foreign people, foreign lands, religion, spirituality, the migration of peoples. Saturn in Sagittarius squaring Neptune in Pisces, which is about, Saturn's all about boundaries, by the way, and Neptune is formless. It's about spirituality. It's about compassion. But Neptune is also about deception and illusion. Illusions and you know uh, just no boundaries at all, which you know you have to have boundaries. The the square off is is like what is re- like you know what is religion? What is what what do we do with all these immigrant you know these migrants who who we can't just be compassionate. And you're gonna have to let them in, but then you let them in and you have to give them a good life, and you also can't just be letting people in. What's the problem that caused them to be in the situation they're in? Because guess what? Actually, we, and I'm not talking about necessarily us sitting in this room now, but collectively these Western civilised governments created this problem. Mm-hmm. You know, that the astrology now between Saturn and Sagittarius squaring Neptune in Pisces is reactivating, guess what? Some of the astrology around 9-11. I was reading about that. And this is terrifying. Because, you know, we sit here as just there's just so much lies in through the media at the moment. And there's so much BS. And I don't watch a lot of news for that reason. But we don't realize that, you know, there's just so much going on that's bigger than us little little people, you know, that we don't even know about. There's been there's things being created and done for other purposes. And there's there's our enemies and then there's enemy, our enemies, enemies. I mean, you've got to look at Al-Qaeda and you think that, you know, it, when when the, the Soviets were the issue, the CIA was... Those were air quotes. Yes. <laughs> Those were air quotes, sorry. Sorry, air quotes, air quotes. When the Soviets were the issue, um, allegedly, 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 the CIA were funding bin Laden in Afghanistan to and, and that that created Al Qaeda. So you know you're 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 creating you you've got one enemy. You're creating one another. You're befriending this other dodgy person to to deal with that enemy. And then years later, it bounces back because because it bitch slaps you in the face. But it bitch slaps you in the face, killing thousands of people and right. sparking a war. You know all these wars. So. Look, none of this is nice, and I always, you know, I shouldn't go off on a complete rant because I'm all, all about consciousness, and I'm all all about each and every single one of us about being the change, being the light. In some tiny little way, we can all do this, you know. But that, unfortunately, because of the astrological aspects this year, it is reactivating some of that 9/11 astrology, and so therefore, a lot of what we're seeing is karmic payback. You know, mm-hmm. that's who ISIS are. We've created them. Mm-hmm. I think it's good that you're going on the rant and like it's it's I think people who aren't just totally into astrology and spirituality and who kind of are like what is it what's are we you know on the fence about it to have it grounded in a conversation that is reflective of the world at large is mm-hmm. actually quite helpful because then it's like oh right of course it's connected it's yeah. not just like us individually inside it's everything no and and, and also um <clears throat> just to say as well that the astrology of the last few years from 2011 through till last year has been a reminiscent, it's called these squares between Uranus and Pluto, these two planets. It's been very reminiscent of the astrology of the 60s. So it is very much about the uprising, you know, the people rising up and revolution and this fight between war people, or those of us that we want peace. We want, we don't want, you know, we don't want people telling us what we should be doing with our ovaries. And we don't want people bombing countries that when we don't believe in wars, right? So it's like all of us rising up and, and fighting and this new order, there's this new order being birthed. But before... Full birth. Kind of all needs to be dredged up. And I think that's what we're going through right now. The placenta. Yeah. 
That's after birth. That's after birth. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> no, it's, it's going through the birthing canal and it's dark and it's painful and then baby pops out and it's all great. <laughs> but the placenta's a bit ugly after. Wow. So, Sorry, that's quite deep. No, that's, no, that's deep. Amazing. We, we like to get deep here on that's a retrograde. Yeah. yeah. Especially during a retrograde because I don't I know. know about you, but I'm feeling dark AF. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Right? It, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. It yeah. felt it's like okay. what I felt like per, on a personal level, and I do want you to look at my chart mm. maybe after yeah, we yeah. record. But on a personal level, I felt like almost like I, I didn't, I, I didn't feel like I was doing anything necessarily, but it felt like around me was like mad chaos. Yeah. In like all these areas, but what I was doing to contribute was being a poor communicator. Yes. And so I wasn't able to like handle the situations and it, and it was I was making it worse. So I wasn't creating it, but I wasn't helping. You it were at reacting all. rather Reactive. than proactive. I, I saw a Kim Kardashian meme, <laughs> let go and let God, and I was like, I'm doing that. I need to fucking relax. Yeah. And like literally But also, you know with the Kim feeling the feeling that is hysterical, Kim she's inspiring. <laughs> um, Kill me right now. <laughs> but, but you know the darkness, listen. It's okay. We're also at the dark of the moon, you know. We are at the dark of the moon. What I mean by that is there's no moon, you know. We're going to be getting on on Saturday. That's soon. We're going to start to see that little crescent moon developing again. And we're going to be on, you know. We saw it. You saw, oh. So so it's, 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 um, oh, yes, because I do it with my hands. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, So it's it's about, I think, oh, something just happened. Oh, there we go. Papa, so can you hear as me? We've, as we've been recording this, as to back to the uh, technology conversation. Our earpieces keep going out. Our mics have gone out twice. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. It's not you. It's retrograde. It's retrograde. Exactly. Blame Mercury. So, you know, I think feeling a little bit funny at the moment is completely normal. Feeling a bit foggy is completely normal. Feeling a little... And also other people. It's not just us. Like you were just saying that example. We're reacting to other people's energies. Yeah. And I think that, be, but be, again, being conscious and choosing not to be reactive and choosing to be a bit more proactive in your response can be helpful. Someone was very rude to me the other day and I don't think they meant to. And I knew, I, I instinctively felt my ego rise up and just kind of like... <gasps> Isn't that the <laughs> hardest thing step. to deal with though? Like how do, you interpers- how do you relate interpersonally sometimes and not be in your ego? Like that, I feel like we, we're doing a good job of that but sometimes, especially in the face of confrontation, mm. that's what your ego is there for. It is, and you know, the ego has a purpose, of course. I and mean, why would we be in a human form if we, you know, we, we're meant to have an ego, right? right? And sometimes the ego is good, you know, like it's like if someone's really ambitious, that's ego, but it's good, right? But I think that what we have to do, especially at this particular time, but just generally is, like when that person was very rude to me, I just sort of looked at him and just went, <gasps> and then just took a really deep breath in and just went, okay, and then just walked away. And then, you know, Genius. five minutes later, you know just kind of trying to make amends and it was fine it was absolutely fine it's because they're all going each person that we meet has got their own stuff going on and by the way I mean a big thing that people always come to me talk about with astrology is often it's breakups that that spark a spiritual journey for people and I think that Mercury retrograde is definitely a time where you see people having relationship stuff coming up either their current relationship is having some difficulties or the exes come knocking from the past. So funny. My guy I'm seeing and myself both ran into our exes within the past two days. Wow. But that's normal. It's when the past comes back, knocking back. And so I think that, you know, for relationships and love, it's a good idea to be conscious that everyone's feeling a bit foggy and, you know, say someone asks for a break or for some time out during a retrograde, give it to them. 
don't freak out. Mm-hmm. It, it may resolve itself when the retrograde is over. Say somebody from your past comes back, it's coming back for healing or for closure or for a new beginning. Is, is a new beginning possible in a retrograde? Absolutely. Absolutely, in new beginnings, reconciliation. It's the re re again. Reconciliations. What I would say though is to consider it during the retrograde and maybe make it a little bit more formal post the retrograde. Right. Give that new moon. That new moon on I think it's February eighth is a really fresh new start for all of us. I think that's when the year. Like I'm going to launch my new website after that time. It's just like woo. Just in time for pilot season. So this is a there great time for us to kind of look within, look within, and maybe plot our world takeovers as yes. opposed to executing the world and, takeover. And, and, and you know what? Everyone's always focused on absolutely rest, review, reset, and rather than externalizing what you're doing, to internalize it. So thinking, you know, again going back to what we were talking about at the beginning about feelings and vibrations looking at your goals and thinking well how would that make me feel inside what do I maybe need to do internally to create that shift externally because it's always about the inside you know it I mean it really really is and you know it's irritating when people say that because you're just like well, I want to get xyz done but but like be patient be patient with yourself be patient with other people's if something happens during this retrograde then that you don't like or that's stressing you out a bit, just just sit it out. It may resolve itself, re, another reword. Often things resolve themselves. Like I said, the person asking for the space and then person A asking for space and person B freaking out, sometimes that resolves itself just after retrograde. Whereas if person B freaks out and says, okay, it's over, then it's often, that's cool time on it, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it's created, so it's about how our reactions to what comes up in the retrograde. Mm. This has been so informative, Andy. Thank you so much. And I know we need you, to have you back every month. We have month. to have you back because we <laughs> want to next time we want to get into your Reiki yeah. and your sound, sound healing. Yeah. Planetary gongs need to know yeah. everything. Yeah. So we're gonna mm-hmm. have you back on probably after retrograde. It's a good idea. <laughs> My call. And might be your website then. will be up yes. and that will be yes. a good thing yes. to plug. Yeah. Thank um, you guys. And yeah, I, would you like to mention the emails you send out? Oh, yes. So I send out um, cosmic updates, which explain um, all what's uh, basically explains what's going on in, in the cosmos. So explains what's going on astrologically, but in a very easy to understand manner that people can receive. You know, just have to email me and ask to be put on my list. And I send them out uh, every month, a couple of times a month. And I also hold soul astrology soundbars, which we'll talk about next time, oh, which it. I think you'll love new moons and full moons. So it's ambi at ambisithamb.com. If Wonderful. Then we'll we'll provide a link to that on our website. Oh, thanks. And thank you so much for being such a light today on the oh. show. Thank you for having me and dodgy throat and all. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy and, New Year. Uh, happy happy retrograde. retrograde. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks, guys. Yes, that's a retrograde. What a beautiful interview from Ambi. I love her so much. I can't wait for her to read my chart. Speaking of reading, we've got some people who have written into us, and then we read it, and now we're going to reread it. <laughs> See, there I found a re. We did it. Okay, so um, that Ayurvedic Elizabeth episode- needs to stop sleeping and get out of the house because she's starting to turn into, like, my weird aunt. <laughs> So the Ayurvedic episode we did last week, which I really found to be quite a nice jump off to the year, uh-huh. 
we got a lot of feedback about it on on the Twitter. Amazing. Yeah. So thanks to everyone who wrote in. I'm not going to keep be that masturbatory and read them all, but I will say that um, some of you found the drinking ginger regularly to warm hands and toes to be very helpful mm. as a tip. Also, um, a gentleman who with the handle at JP Bevy says this episode of Etso Retrograde on Ayurveda is like well-being porn. Whoa. Well, if we're going to be porn stars, let's be well-being porn stars. That's so true. And um, also we got a question asking about, let's find that, um, skin regimen specific products. And currently... Mm-hmm. Quickly, I'll say I've I've been using IS Clinicals, which I buy on Amazon. Their cleanser, fabulous. And then Stephanie and I both are big fans of Control Corrective's Sulfur Mask. Mm-hmm. That is the jam. And we'll put links to both of those. What else? What are you using at MSM Face Wash? MSM Face Wash. Yeah. Paula's Choice. Uh-huh. Um, I bought like a package with her face wash and two lotions. And there's a day lotion and a night lotion. And I really I feel like my skin's really smooth from from the lotions. Yeah. And for lotion, I just use Aveeno, like their most basic one that I think is meant for like all over the body. It's just I use it um, – at night and then in the morning if I use an SPF. Oh, oh, and I have to give a shout out to Matchco, which is this new foundation that has a corresponding telephone app to it where it matches your skin tone. It is literally the best formula I've ever used, and it's actually so cool because you get to like actually match your skin color to it. They have a setup over at Fred Siegel in Santa Monica. Fred Siegel always has really like dope curated products and they kind of always work it's like they're always great anyway i tried this match co it's lovely my skin's on fleek yeah your skin looks amazing thank you um i was gonna say also in the winter months when i sometimes go to bed my skin's like so dry and no amount of lotion will help so i just put olive oil on and also it helps like my skin is breaking out of my chin because i was eating like a lot of chocolate over my last menstrual cycle like way too much and weirdly olive oil settles my pimples more than like anything else Mm. so i don't know what that's about but try that i will say this and i hate to say this because i do love coffee so much but as i've talked about previously how i did cut out the coffee it's been about two months now my skin's been so much better I can't I hear really, that. Really, yeah, I hate to admit I can't that, have that. But I was looking at pictures over the summer, and I had some like pretty intense breakouts. I was like, "What was different? What was I doing differently?" The only thing I could think of is the coffee. So I don't know if that's helpful or distressing, but that's that. Oh my gosh! Guess what? It's time for rose and thorns. Rose and thorns. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! So okay, so my first rose is a book that was in my bathroom at home. That's one of my roommates. And I just felt like it would be like really good for our listeners who have shown their support for how much we talk about bowel movements. Mm -hmm. So the name of this book is Farts in the Wild. And it's just many pages of different kinds of fart sounds and their descriptions. So I was thinking that maybe you would play a little game with me where I play a fart noise and you guess what animal it is. Sure. Okay. Let's play... With number five, let's do start with an easy one. Okay, here's the first one. Obviously, that's a cat fart. <laughs> okay, that's a cat fart. Good job, one point for Elizabeth. 
Um, okay, I don't know about this one. Can you see the book? No. Okay. A rooster fart? <laughs> Frog fart? It's a monkey fart. Oh, sure. Frequency continuously when maximum swinging speed is reached. Is this factual? Yes. Okay, wow. here's a really good one, too. One more. <laughs> Stephanie fart? Okay. <laughs> I'm comfortable with just taking a loss and stopping this game. <laughs> but it's an elephant see, fart, obviously. To, just to see the joy on your face, <laughs> that's all that really matters. Literally, I was reading this this morning when I was passing a movement, and I was like, this is the best book that's ever been invented. I need to bring it to Elizabeth. And you know what? You're not really into it, and I'm very disappointed. Anything else? Any other roses? Yeah. Yeah, I got a bunch of roses. All right, all right. Have you guys heard about stoner sloth? Yes. I know this isn't really wellness related, but it is in a way because it's all bringing me a lot of joy, which is very much wellness. wellness. Yeah. So stoner sloth, it's kind of a thorn too because it's totally ridiculous, but it's a campaign in Australia against smoking marijuana. Mm-hmm. And the tagline is, you're worse on weed, hashtag stoner sloth. And it's all these videos, just Google it. It's these videos of people in groups doing things and then they turn to their friend and their friend is a sloth and their friend like can't do the thing that they ask them so there's like a group of people around a table and the mom's like can you please pass the salt and the sloth's like (laughs) and then it reaches over and it grabs the salad bowl and it's like weird sloth claws are like in the bowl and it can't get it and it like turns around and gives this out and the mom just goes I said the salt. What I love so much about the stoner sloth phenom is that it was meant to be like an anti-drug. It's an anti-drug campaign. But it's actually like become this whole like zeitgeist funny stoner video thing. I mean, it's sloth shaming, by the way. Right. Which is the thorn about it? Sloth farts in there? there. No, unfortunately, that's too bad. It would really that would have really been full circle. Yeah. So I say support the sloths and keep smoking weed. Wellness. Wellness. Um. Well, I have a, a double rose. One is a little life hack that I found. Put on the uh, humidifier in my house because the heat's been on a little dry. I'm not a fan of that, mm-hmm. but I figured out a little hack of how to turn the humidifier into also like an aromatherapy thing. You don't put the oil inside the water. Instead, you take your essential oils and you put them on like a cloth or a Kleenex and you put that over where the um, steam comes out or the cold air. And it literally acts as like an aromatherapy machine for your home. That's so amazing. I researched this online and you are not supposed to put the oil inside the water because it can clog the system. But you can, uh, like I said, put it on a cloth and it will have the same effect. So save money on the aromatherapy machine if you already have a humidifier. You guys, forget Marie Kondo. Is that her name? Yep. Elizabeth knows what's good. Thanks, buddy. Wait, another thing that that just made me think of is I wanted to shout out something that someone at the farmer's market taught me, which is a fun wellness thing. She, Have you been to Dave's Korean? Uh, Live for Dave's Korean. Okay, so. So Dave's Korean is a booth at most of the farmers markets in LA, and you can get it at some grocery stores and it's in Southern vegan California. Vegan Korean food, yeah. 
and little they, Korean sides and whatnot. Yeah, and they sell this amazing, amazing veggie broth, and I had to buy the big one because the little one was sold out. And I was like, how can I make this last? And she said, what I do, she's like, you can freeze it. And I was like, yeah, but then you have a giant frozen like pint of vegetable broth, and what you do, defrost it every time. And she said, pour the veggie broth into ice cube oh, trays, yeah. and then defrost them one at a time. Live your life. You can Brilliant. also do that with fresh herbs. What? You take fresh herbs and you can mix them up and then you put them into little ice cube trays and use them that way. In oil or water or something, you right? You can do oil or water. Oh my God, that's so brilliant. Yeah. Freezing ice things, cube guys. Trays, guys. Ooh. Rose. Any other? Refrigerate. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then the rose just... In, in light of the new year, I decided to do a little routine switch up. I know I've ta- mentioned a few times how I'm a big fan of class paths. And, right. You know, which is, I'm sure you guys know this. It's like you can pretty much choose from a different array of classes depending on your city. It's pretty great. And I was really into it. But it didn't allow for a routine schedule. So I've switched and reversed it, put the ClassPass subscription on hold, and I'm now just doing 30 days, one yoga studio. Okay. And trying Which to is? Moto Yoga okay. on La Brea. My friend Dina and Emily own it. Hi, guys. Um, just to, A, try to elevate my practice and devote time and energy towards one thing and just tracking that and seeing how I feel at the end of 30 days. And also just having, like, this one place to go instead of, like, a sporadic – that's why I've been. That's Choosing. why I did Wanderlust. Right. So, um, so far, so good. One weekend. So that's been fun and nice. Okay. To that for a thorn. Mm-hmm. I did try out a yoga class, and I'm not gonna put anyone out on blast, but I had a really bad yoga experience. Not at Moto, and I don't. I I don't know if anyone's ever had like a really bad class, but. It's not fun. There's cold, literally nothing worse than I've ever There was cold air blowing on me the entire time. The lighting was like an H&M dressing room. I'm not even kidding. It was like and the worst the whole time. lighting I'd ever experienced. I was like, I'm every time I look in the mirror, I want to vom. Why it was did you stay? Cute. Because I was like, I got, I, I felt the need to, to follow through. But I don't know. Has anyone ever had weird, awful classes like that? It just was awful i have that with hot eight but not in the same way but i was hot told, office yeah like i was told that it's a yoga class and then i got there and it's like aerobics <laughs> in an office building and i was just like oh hell no yeah as great as a, a good class can be a bad class can be even worse not badass uh rose also bringing me joy is tumbling all stars on instagram so yeah. see you later when you told me of this earlier, I thought it was some like blog Instagram hybrid. Give us a more in Oh, it's not like switch. Tumblr, like <laughs> BLR. It's like with the vowels. human beings who are dope tumblers. Yeah. Like gymnastics, like floor work. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. And it's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's in the zeitgeist. Okay, so we have a lot of roses, which yeah. I'm really happy about. I me think that's too. a great start to the new year. Um, do you have any thorns? No. I guess my thorn is just that David Bowie died. Yeah. And that's sad because he's amazing. And so I feel like we should all just have like Bowie listening parties for the next like few weeks and just kind of channel what departed. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And shout out to his beautiful wife, Iman. Oh, what, right? Yeah, what a great show. Thank you so much to Ambi for being incredibly brilliant and informative and inspirational. And giving us even more context to our namesake that we ever could have imagined.
That's so retrograde. Indeed it is. <laughs> Enjoy your guys' retrograde. Have fun. Don't freak out. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we are at So Retrograde on all your various social media platforms, but not Snapchat because we think it's a waste of time. Um, and then you can email us at that's so retrograde at gmail.com. We love emails, and that is a very valuable use of time. So shoot us an email. Let us know what you think. Tell us how your retrograde's going. And uh, you can check me out at, at Elizabeth Cott and Stephanie at, at Steph Simbari. Mm-hmm. And... That's your show. Mm-hmm. Toodaloo. Namaste. Yes, that's a retrograde.